Welcome to the Mormon Mompreneur Podcast. Mormon Mompreneur is a home for women of faith who desire to be strengthened in motherhood and empowered in business. We thrive off of talking with other women with unique experiences and vision who have felt guided by the divine to bring about remarkable things at home and abroad. Hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of the Mormon Mompreneur Podcast. You are with Michelle Gifford, your host for today, and I am beyond thrilled to have with us Shelby Osmond. Um, Welcome, Shelby. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for asking. (laughs) We are so excited that you're here. Shelby is a Utah blogger and a fantastic mom. I want you to tell us about you because you're awesome. So tell me about you, your kids, um, what you do. Let us in. Okay. So I um, am a mom to three boys and I'm pregnant with my fourth boy. (laughs) So I am surrounded by boys, but I, you know, I, I do blogging on, on the side, not as serious as some people, but I have also, we dabble in a lot of videography and we do that as like a, a side thing, you know, business kind of thing. And yeah, and I do Instagram influencing stuff, that kind of whatever. Well, when you say you dabble in videography, that's not true. Like, you're kind of a rock star. <laughs> I want, because I have three boys and two girls, but I know uh-huh. I know the feeling of three boys. And yeah. if you can make three boys life, how old your oldest? Six? Is that about six. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. so six four, six, four, two, and you're having a baby? Yeah. So if yeah. you can make that life look magical, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is a talent. So, um, so you are, you're an Osmond. Are you part of like the Osmonds? Um, so yeah, I guess <laughs> I was married into an Osmond, but, um, so you're part my, of the Osmonds. Right. So my, my husband, dad is Donnie Osmond. So that's fun, right? Yeah, it's 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 been a it's been a really eye-opening experience for me. I kind of feel like um, people get really like, "Oh, you you you're an husband, you're around celebrities, you have that thing." But um, for me, when I I I I think they would be they're just amazing people to be around, you know. So like, yeah. um, they would be be awesome, amazing people if they were celebrities or not celebrities. And that's what's been really cool for me to experience is to see how genuine and good and like the salt of the earth kind of the guy, you know? Yeah. So, well, so tell me about how you got started with your, um, cause you do have a blog and your Instagram is so fun and it's um, endearing and it makes you want to be a part of your sweet family and your videos are so good. So tell me how it all got started. We started out as like a blog to keep in contact with um, family members. And then um, it started just to grow. And um, I realized that it wasn't just my family that was reading it. It was a, big, a bigger audience. And it took a, it took a couple tries and it still, you know, you figure out things as you go along, but it's just figuring out, like, we wanted to know what it was that we wanted to put out into the world. And 
one one of the first things that we both agreed on, me and my husband, that we would be a team to do it together because he's a very creative person. He's in advertising, and so we do it a lot together. Um, and we wanted it to be more of the family is first kind of a, a vibe. And and so we started to learn. He, he knew a lot about photography, and I started to learn more about it. And, you know, we told stories through our photography and then we also loved the video aspect of what emotions and stories that can bring into um, a business and like a, a blog and Instagram or whatever so that's how we kind of got into that is we wanted to tell more of our story. I am just getting into into videography just because, I mean, when I say just like last week, I was like, I need to learn this because I'm a photographer and there is something that you miss with without a video, you know, and just seeing like the real life emotion and it's different stories that you're telling with photographs and video, but it's an amazing medium. So how, uh, how did you decide that this is what you're going to do? Because you're real you're so good at it so how did you decide like that was going to be your focus I think it's just finding a niche and a passion um we love we love love photography but um there's something that's different just like you said about videography there's it's motion it's stories it's experiences it's places and and it's all wrapped up into one media form and I find I found that my kids like when they would turn to my phone they would go through um, the, they would skip over the photos and they would stop on the videos and it's because videos bring back smells they bring back taste they bring back that moment that you were there and even though you might think you might remember something through a photo video brings back like the whole experience of being at that place and so it's it's a very big passion for me to to do it for my family and to also inspire others to maybe start it on their in their own family and it's just it's just like a step up from home video you know like home videos are great but it's I think even if it's a step up it just makes it just brings back even more emotion yeah absolutely I was um just thinking <laughs> that if I just made like a three minute video of each holiday like how much more important impactful that would be than just stringing together like these long home videos you know what I mean like actually telling the story of what happened and I I'm just beginning to wrap my mind around videos and anyway so I've been watching yours and trying to learn <laughs> so um and it, video is really for business and um is really going to take is taking off right it's what everyone right. wants and mm -hmm. so do you, what is your advice for people who want to incorporate more video or more photography into their brands? So, yeah, so kind of like I just said that if you think of your brand, like what is it that people always, what makes it sell? And it's usually the experience around that brand or the real life stories that people, the consumer content, you know? And so if you think of your brand and what you want to um, tell the story about what people you want people to experience and kind of emotion that you want to involve in your story with your brand that can be a good starting point for video video and starting stories that revolve that will help your brand grow 
so with when you're trying to find your story, mm-hmm. um, how would you go about doing that? Because I think that um, I think people just starting out are just there are so many decisions to be made, right? Like it's, and so um, how would you? What advice would you give on like pinpointing your story? What is it you're passionate about? Like, um, I think of a couple companies that I've worked with and doing their videos. For example, um, there's a, a, a company that I work with that's gather mats, and their their um, their like motivation between people is to, or behind their brand is to gather people, and so they wanted a lot of their video about gathering and what you do when you gather. And so when you start something, what is it that you know, you always have to start, if you start a business, you have to start with um, like a motto kind of a thing, right? And what is it that you're trying to accomplish? And that's your story. Like, what is that story that you're trying to accomplish? And that might be helpful. Yeah, no, that's perfect. And I think if you um, figure out like what your motto or core value is, and then how you help, how you're going to help your customer or you know like how you're going to help them mm-hmm. be whatever because when I watch your videos they're very family oriented and now that I've talked to you I can I see that that's very much on purpose you know that your family's first and that being a mom is fun and it's crazy but it's so fun and that's what your videos are all about and so um so I can see now like hearing you say like you know we just want to be family oriented that you are telling the stories in your videos so right mm-hmm. awesome yeah <laughs> and and we and so and also going along with that like um we do we do work with companies and like having them they want like consumer based videos and so they know that if they have a story around their product that it will sell a little bit better so sometimes they'll reach out to us and have us create a, a video around their product and I think that also um, creates a lot of um, uh, success for companies is having like real life stories around your product. Yeah, that's, those are really great tips. And I know that if people will just try it, right? Because I think they're, um, it's kind of scary to get into video. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have any like beginner tips? Um, I started taking with my iPhone and, and saw how easy it was to just in iMovie just put mm-hmm. clips together. I started yeah. like videoing my how to my recipes, my family recipes. I was like, I just want to have these, and it was really easy, easy to edit. But do you have any tips for that? Um, you know that is a great place to start. Is um like if you have a camera or if you have iPhone, you just just start. You know, you just start taking it. I used iMovie for a really long time and. Um, it was great for like a beginner, so you understand the process of cutting and cropping and all these things. Um, but as you get, you know, that's it's just start with what you have is probably the best advice what I could give because if if you're scared of it, then you will never, you, you know, you won't get, you won't jump into it. And so you just start with what you have, or yeah. So with your video and your pictures, your um your Instagram feed is really beautiful. Like I love it and it's very happy. And um, so do you have any tips on, um, on, on Instagram and how to make your feed really reflect you and your story? It's a learning curve. It really truly is. Um, 
because, you know, sometimes you get influenced by other people and what their story, you know, how their feed is looking or um, what people might want to see. And, you know, it's learning that, like, you always have to stay true to yourself and what, and not try to push something into your feed, if that makes sense. Like, if you want a certain shot and it's not working with your kids or it's just not working with the light, then let it go. Like, it's what happens in your day. And um, I think that's what tells the story. I think that's what it is. Like, we, I love to show... For my feet, I love to show like our experience in the city that we're we're we're, we're in. So I love to show the beauty of the city, um, the ex- exploration of what we do there, um, and look for the the beautiful things. Like I think people miss beautiful beautiful um, scenery around them a lot, and I and and that I think that's what brings joy to life for me especially is to look for the beauty and so I try to capture that in in my feed if that does that make sense yeah I love that I I love that that's perfect and it's just goes back to you like where you're like I'm just going to share me and my Mm -hmm. story and and you're exploring the city and that's part of your story and you're looking at the beautiful scenery that's totally part of your story so I love that so along with that, how do you choose, because this is something I, I don't know, I think it comes up with being a mom and a mompreneur, like how, how do you choose how much of your life you share on Instagram? I know, that's, <laughs> that's hard because, you know, I feel like, I feel like I treat Instagram as like my best friend. Like I would, I would tell my best friend everything but I also let them in on like what I'm doing and be real. Um, I think people want the realness, um, but it's not everything. Like you're not going to tell them, you know, your kids' stories, sob stories, or whatever. And those are like things that you hold really dear to your heart or whatever. But um, you know, I think we. I try to. I don't hold a ton back because I feel like I want to be real and open. But also hold like really like spiritual experiences or um I'm very particular about my kids faces um just things like that I just really there's a couple of things that I try to like steer clear of but so how know. do you be that brave to like share, <laughs> share I don't share everything I know oh I know <laughs> I I wish I I I wish I could be more braver because I am inspired by people that can share like their deep sorrows and stuff. But I don't share that with my best friend or even a good friend, you know, like I things that I might be struggling with with my my in within my life, it's not always going to come out in my conversations all the time. You yeah. know? Yeah, and I think that's good and um it's also good to know your limits because I think some people are made to just share it all where their heart oh, on their yeah. sleeves and some people are not. <laughs> yeah, and that's okay. Like I feel I'm that person. <laughs> yeah, so. I think you can inspire people by not sharing. You share enough where yeah. they know that you're a real person, but you don't have to share your whole sob story or your whole joys and yeah, like that. Um so you started um 
you started in photography with your husband, and now <laughs> you're focusing more on blogging and videography. And it seems like you're not doing photography anymore, right? You just or yeah, no, I, it's not a business, but it's yeah, you, you do. I mean, you do it, but yeah. I am often faced with good, better, best decisions in my business because there's a lot of good things that you could do. So, so how did you make that decision, and what advice do you have for for uh, mompreneurs who are looking at like better and best decisions to make in their business? Um, the biggest thing I would say is is to find your passion, like and your niche, because um, I feel like photography you could either go like with strictly with newborns or weddings or couples or whatever or um, but I feel like something we were really passionate about, and it was more of a niche, was um, video and families, just telling that, like, story of families and that there's, you know. Anyway, so that's where I feel like that helps a lot, is finding your niche and just your passion of what you're going for. And being, like, bold enough, right? Because I think that, ah, I don't know, back to the, like, there are just so many decisions you make as an entrepreneur, and I think also is being okay to say, you know what, we tried photography and we actually like really love video, so it's right. okay to like kind of let that go a little bit and mm -hmm. say, this is what I'm really passionate about right now, and maybe next year it's going to be photography. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. So I I don't know. I mean, I feel like we are all entrepreneurs in a way where it's like we all have skills, we all have. Um, talents and we have all of the opportunities but it's taking what we're really good at like what we have been with our opportunities and our skill set and running with it like it can be anything you know I had a friend that said that she was blessed with enthusiasm and she ran with it and she has this whole business about enthusiasm you know and I think it's just finding what you're you know that you're talented in yeah, that seems easier said than done, though, right? Because I think... <laughs> oh, always. Because I, I have a lot of conversations with women and entrepreneurs, and, you know, they they feel nervous about saying out loud what they know they're good at and having... <laughs> right? Because it's hard to say... I mean, I don't know your friend, but but... Like to just say, I'm enthusiastic and I'm going to do, I'm going to build a business about being enthusiastic. That's, that's bold. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but not everyone's so bold. Um, I know. Do you have any advice for someone who is um, a little bit scared to say what they're good at and just, and follow what they, you know, what they feel like their gift is? I think I struggle with that too. Like it's not. I don't think anybody's perfect at that, you know? Yeah. And I think it takes someone encouraging you. Because I, I I, could tell story after story of where I come home and I'm like, I'm so terrible at this. I'm just a fake, you know? Like, then really don't know what I'm doing. And, you know, and it's, I'm blessed to have a really good husband that's, and some people might have really awesome moms or best friends. For me, it's my husband, and he just talks me into who I, you know, what I am good at, and having someone to tell you that, um, and maybe it's even praying about it, um, and having the Lord tell you that. I, I really don't think anybody's that bold just to say, I'm good at this. Some people have that personality, but I don't, and it's always a constant battle. 
Yeah, it is. And I don't know if... uh, I don't remember which apostle said it, but he said, if you want to have, like, one of the most spiritual experiences, it's to ask Heavenly Father how he feels about you. And I know that Heavenly Father wants to tell us what we're good at so he can use that for good. Yeah. He doesn't want us to just feel mediocre and okay at things. He does, like, he wants us to feel... Um, empowered to use our power to bless others and to serve others. And so it, I, I think it's one of a responsibility of ours to figure it out, like figure it out how we can be instruments in the Lord's hand. And it's scary. And I think I, I feel like I come home from photo sessions and I've, you know, done it for years and I'm like, ah, oh, I guess I'm a professional. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yes. I know. And it's, I, it's weird. And, you know, going but with that, I, you know, I went off Instagram for a month just to see, because I was feeling that kind of drag of, what am I doing, and who am I, and what am I even good at, you know? And, you, and I think after a month, I really re- rebuilt who I was and what I was going to come back as, you know? And But at, at the same time, I didn't want to. I just wanted to stay low and just live my life, you know, and I had a friend who said a really good line for me, and she said, um, God wants you, wants to see you succeed, and it hit me so hard because it's like, I do love what I did, and I, and I wasn't seeing success at the moment, but, but he wants us to succeed if we are righteously pursuing what, with, with pure intent, you know, and, well, I think that's I. I love that you went off. Um, that you went offline for a month, and because I think that brings a lot of clarity, and mm-hmm. and it takes a little amount of being brave. But I, I do think that when we give ourselves space and room for God to speak to us, He will. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just listening to a podcast about um, a lady who goes around and teaches businesses how to find white space in their like with their employees, where their employees have downtime to like compute, you know, what's happening. And, and even though it seems like if they're working less, they're going to be less productive. It's the opposite. And I think, I think for us, um, I, we hear a lot of things about like, don't check, don't be on your phone all the time because you're missing, I don't know, missing moments with your kids and, and things like that. And one of the things that hit me when I was thinking about that is that more than, not being present with my kids, I'm not being present with the Holy Ghost, you know, because if every moment you're checking your phone, then you're not leaving space. Mm -hmm. You're not leaving the space to be, to receive inspiration and to be able to receive guidance of, you know, how should my business run? How should I treat my child who is going through a really hard time right now? And that's what's lost when we fill it with stuff, right? Instagram all the time. Yes. And so your month off gave you like increased vision to say okay this is what I want to do and this is who I want to be as a business and as as an Instagram person like this is how I'm going to be and it brought you a lot of clarity mm-hmm. I like it <laughs> I love that I have, it's one of the truths I've been really focusing on this year so and you yeah. you're taking I've been a little bit of a blog stalker don't worry But you're taking a a goal a month, right? Instead of doing one big goal for the whole year, 
mm-hmm. or a listicle. So what are you working on this month? Do you share that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> of course. No, it's, um, I, this month it's been more about um, working on my mind. So we have tools. So I'm reading this book by, I don't even know how to say his name, but it's The Power of Now. And um, he talks about how we have our minds are our tools. And so when we go to work, we always um, put our tools down when we come home. And our mind is a tool, so we need to learn how to not use it at times. And because it can, a lot of our minds like repetitive and and things that are can can be damaging that aren't really useful. And so he ta- he told talks about letting it just be still, like you talked about, letting the Holy Ghost come in, letting the Spirit speak. So that's been one of mine is to um, really let my mind rest from thinking oh I love it I um one of the things Sarah and I always talk about is like we'll read a business book and I will say Sarah why was that why was that so powerful and she's like it's because it's an eternal truth and I like when you read business books like the power of now and you're like Mm -hmm. yeah of course you need the Holy Ghost you know you need to be quiet Mm -hmm. so that you can receive revelation anyway I just love (laughs) I know I love those things I know. It's so great. <laughs> so um, how do you incorporate your faith in your business? I think it's just part of who you are. When you when you believe something, it just becomes what you talk about, what you share. Um, I had, like, when we first started doing photography, we had a client come fly out of town and she was asking, like, what do we do um, around, what do I do when I'm on my downtime? And I said, oh, go to Temple Square. Like, it's got a good vibe. It's beautiful. And so she went, and we kept in contact with her, and I emailed her, and I was just, anyways, long story short, I ended up sending her um, a Book of Mormon and then the missionaries, and then she got baptized. And I think it's just, I say that because I think it's, like, when you, have some when it's what you read about what you study about what you like incorporate so much into your life it's hard not to share it and and so i feel like it's either through photography or written word or just talking about it with other people is kind of how we've done it and it's um i like that story because it's not a big thing like it's not you, you know, like what you're just saying, oh, go to Temple Square, you'll love it. It's not yeah. hard, and and if you're living that way, then it's pretty easy to just, because it's natural. I mean, of course, you yeah. would say, that is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big deal. Um, so with, your, with um, sharing your faith and sharing about motherhood, um, how would you, a lot of people who are scrolling through Instagram, you know, sometimes... They don't feel like their life is happy as other people, you know, when they're comparing. And so, um, talk talk to me about that. Like, what what would you tell moms who are seeing happiness and they're not feeling happy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Okay. So, um, like my tagline that I really love is um, "Find joy in the simple things." So when you, it's it, like simple things can go from anything, you know, it can go from your little kids doing something unique and, and then all of a sudden your your joy is in your breath. Like, you know, it's a broad range of things. 
But um, I think it's also hard to find joy when you're looking, when you're comparing your life to other people's online. So I think what's helped me is that when I'm looking online, because you know we're always going to be scrolling through Instagram or whatever, is to have this mindset that their picture is, is what they're portraying is their now. It's their present. And it's not your now. Because if you have that mindset, then you won't lose sight of what your now is and what your present is. Because if you want theirs, then you're going to lose sight of all these simple, joyous things that you have in your life right now and not comparing it to their now. Is that? Yeah. No, that's... I. Um... I think that is um, a muscle, right? It doesn't work. All. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> you have to practice that, especially when I mean, you're you and I are photographers, and there is, um, you know, we've spent a lot of time learning how to make something look the way we want it, and mm-hmm. so I think that it's important to also. I, I mean, this is not just Instagram. This has been going on forever, where you right. you see mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm in their nows and you're, you know, you're not, you're not feeling, you're like, I'm not feeling that happy, (laughs) but you could. (laughs) Well, yeah. And I think that's when you lose sight of your, your, your present, your now, you know, and it's okay to look at other people's life and think, oh, that's so cool. Um, but also be aware of and be mindful of how you're feeling. I mean, it's a constant thing, always a constant thing. Like um, today when I was on Instagram and I was feeling kind of icky inside cause I, and I couldn't put my finger on it I, and I don't know which post like set me off or what it was, you know, maybe it was a couple of them. So I turned it off and I had a moment where I was like, okay, I feel those things and I don't want those things and let's replace it with with my, what some with something that's, Think of something I'm grateful for in my now. And don't push those feelings aside. I don't feel like that's always healthy, but to realize like, oh, I am feeling kind of icky. Let me feel, like, let me feel that. But don't, don't go and try to like chase it. Just feel it. And like recognize don't. it and say, this is what I'm feeling and just acknowledge it that, yeah. okay, I felt this way and it's fine to feel this way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But let's think about, like, my actual reality. I yeah. think that is really great advice. Like, it's a very, like, practical. If you are... And to be aware of how you're feeling. Yeah. Well, because if you feel dark and you shine... And it, it, it's in the eternal truth. If you have a dark and you shine a light on it, then the dark dissipates. So if you have a icky feeling and you replace it or just shine a light on it, then it's going to go away. Like... It's just an eternal truth. So. Yeah, that I love that. That's perfect. Okay, so you have um, through this interview, you have helped us figure out like how to not feel bad when we're looking on Instagram. You've helped us find joy in our now. You've helped us make how to make better, good, better, best decisions. So um, you've taken, you've helped us a lot. So do you have <laughs> any advice for like the? mompreneur who is just starting out and maybe feeling a little bit overwhelmed okay a couple things I feel like one there is value in being yourself Two, get rid of the unnecessary distractions like if you have a goal 
then let that be your goal and say no to everything that might come into your your way that are unnecessary. It's overwhelming to start with something, but that's not something of the spirit. You don't want to feel, feel overwhelmed. And I want, I think you should feel more excited and seeking for help is probably a better thought. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to go with. I know what I'm trying to say, but it's not coming up. <laughs> well, no, I think like that's also an eternal truth. Like Heavenly Father doesn't give us fear. You know, he doesn't give us yeah. um, feeling like, ugh. But he wants us to feel hope and he wants us to feel like like you're championing a cause and that you're excited to get out there and like make a difference. Like I, that is how he talks to us. And yes, we are going to experience um, a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of like, I'm like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of it. But if, if we are doing the Lord's will, then he will direct us, right? Direct our paths and, yeah. and put people in our path and, and help us out. <laughs> yes. And I, I, and I think like you will always, if you know, that's your time. And I feel like there's always times and seasons for everything. If, if you feel like it's your season, then you go for it and he will lead you and he will put people in your path. Like they will just fall on your lap. And I am a big advocate of like, if you seek something with pure intent, he will help you. I love to wrap up all of my interviews by asking, how have you seen the Lord's hand in your business? They make me emotional. Um, I just think that, like I said, the Lord really cares about your successes and your passions and what you're going to be doing in the world and your potential. And I just think that He will always lead you and put people in your path that he wants, where he wants you to go. And I have seen it over and over again in mothering, in my business. And if you're really, truly trying to get to some place to better yourself and the people around you, then he will always be there. That is the perfect way to end this podcast. Um, I love your um, enthusiasm. I love your testimony and um, just everything you stand for. So thank you so much for being with us on our podcast. Thank you, Michelle. (laughs) Thank you for joining us on the Mormon Mompreneur podcast. Check out our other episodes and learn from other women of faith, motherhood, and business as they share their unique stories and experiences. Go to www.mormonmompreneur.com or the iTunes store to learn more.